This is Anthony Johnson for the Pain in the Past podcast. Thanks for tuning in and making your choice to explore and potentially relieve chronic pain. Find strength and success in numbers by joining a community built on chronic pain healing at painpass.com. If you're experiencing chronic pain, symptoms, or sensations, and do not have any medical illness or diagnosis, the information in this podcast is for you. This show is about chronic pain caused by tension myositis syndrome, or TMS, based on Dr. John Sarno's theory of emotional suppression causing physical pain. As always, you are responsible for your own medical and professional treatment of all pain and symptoms. This is not professional medical advice and cannot be used as such. For more information, questions, or to join the Pain in the Past community support group, join us at painpast.com. This podcast is to share my personal journey of emotional healing and how I ended more than 20 years of chronic pain. Here, we are going to learn and grow and heal together. This is my personal story of my pain in the past. Hello and welcome to the Pain in the Past podcast. This is episode 103. This is Anthony and today I want to talk about journaling. So journaling is not something that I was really interested in doing. <laughs> I kept a diary years back and uh, I don't know, it was okay. Um, I had a bunch of things written down and then years later I looked at those books I read through some of it, but for the most part, those books went in the trash. Uh, pretty big on not living in the past. However, it's really good when your pain is in the past, right? So thinking through what kinds of things help out with the pain, I know a lot of people online, a lot of people on YouTube, and a lot of people use journaling as their method to deal with their pain deal with their emotions, kind of get everything out on paper. So it's kind of like instead of repressing, suppressing, keeping everything inside, you write it down. Uh, I know Dr. Hanscom says, write it down on paper and then throw the paper away. I have not actually done that, but that is a method of getting rid of the paper, getting rid of the feelings, getting rid of the emotions, kind of in a literal sense. I did start journaling just kind of high level for my emotions, what I'm feeling, what I'm thinking, a basic one pager at the end of the day, kind of just reflecting back on what I was thinking, what I was feeling, and how my body was feeling. Did I have any sensations? Did I have any symptoms? Did I have any pain? And then kind of looking through the day and kind of drawing a line and matching up things and saying, okay, so earlier today I felt sad and maybe I had a sensation. Or later this afternoon I felt some anger and I had a sensation or I had a pain. And then kind of trying to map what's going on with my body physically with what's going on with my body emotionally or mentally. So in some cases, I feel like it may have 
been benefiting me over the last, I would say, two weeks. I think I've been doing it two weeks. So prior to journaling, it was just basically a management of emotions, a management of pain and symptoms, and just going about my day with reassurance to my brain. So once the journaling started, every night, just kind of high level, you know, this is what I was feeling, this is what I was thinking, this is what I did, this made me feel good, this made me not feel so good, or even this made me feel bad. And then kind of just looking at that, putting the book away and going to sleep. And then, of course, the next day, making note, writing it down the next night, and then looking at it before I close the book. Not necessarily going back to what I wrote days prior, but once I'm done writing on that specific night, looking through what I've written down and kind of getting a feeling for how I feel now that I've written it down and how I felt earlier in the day when I was actually experiencing it. So I would say in the last two-ish weeks that I've been doing this, overall, symptoms and sensations have gotten better. They are less frequent and less intense. I will also add that there is more of a comfortable feeling in, I guess, uh, moving away from the pain and the sensations. You know, I think in the beginning when we start this journey, we don't really believe that it's that easy, right? If you've been going to the doctors for years and you've been in chronic pain for years, and then someone says, well, all you have to do is stop thinking about the pain and reassure your brain that you're okay, <laughs> it's a lot for you to adjust to, right? It's a lot for us to get our head around. It takes a while for our brain to actually think that that's really what's happening and to get us to the point where we don't have to do that or we don't experience the pain when we do that, right? So over time, we feel less sensations, we feel less pain. If you're having allergic reactions, you have less of those. Uh, if you're like me, and you had really cold moments, I had moments where I was really, really cold, I needed a jacket, I needed a sweater, I needed a scarf, I needed an extra blanket. As the symptoms start to go away, you'll notice that it's across the board. So not only do you not have pain, but you don't have your other sensations. You don't have your other allergic reactions. You don't have things like chills or runny nose or chapped lips or itching. So whatever your symptoms are, if they are also associated with pain, you'll notice that overall they all start to fall away. It's not just, oh, now pain's gone, but I'm still experiencing these other things. You'll notice kind of like one by one, things will just kind of disappear. So you might be in pain on Monday, and then the following Monday, you'll look back at the week and say, oh, I didn't really have any pain. I didn't have that knee pain anymore, or I didn't have that shoulder pain anymore. 
And then if you look at it more closely, you may be able to say, oh, and my nose isn't running, or I'm not going to the bathroom as much, or I'm not having hot flashes, or I'm not having chills. So as the brain starts to figure this out, and we figure it out, and then our nervous system calms down, all of the pains, sensations, and symptoms slowly start to go away as well. So it's not just what we are experiencing that's associated with pain. It's also all of the other symptoms because they're all basically under the same category. They're all things that are caused by TMS or the mind-body syndrome. So it only makes sense, right, that if we get rid of the pain, that the other symptoms and sensations will also go away. So if you have not tried journaling, if you've been on the TMS journey, if you've been listening to the podcast, if you have not had success, or if you've had some success and you're looking to maybe kick things up a notch or see what else you can try, see what else might work, see what else might be helpful, I would say maybe start the journaling. If you're not into journaling, write down things high level. Remember what happened throughout the day. Remember how you were feeling. Remember what you were thinking. And just kind of jot it down at the end of the night. And then look back at it and say, okay, I remember that. I remember that. And I remember how I felt. And I remember how I feel now. Close the book and move on. In most cases, you'll be going to sleep. Or if you want to use Dr. Hanscom's process of writing it down on paper and then throwing the paper away as kind of a sense of I'm getting rid of this, I'm getting rid of these emotions, I'm getting rid of these feelings. I didn't do that. I didn't think that was necessary. Uh, that process for me was just not something that I was interested in. So try different things, see what works for you, see what makes you feel better, see what resonates, and then see what helps you with either your symptoms or your sensations or the way that you feel. I will say that I guess after the first few nights and it became a habit, I did notice three or four days in that, hey, maybe that portion of doing things different is actually making me feel better. Honestly, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know how. But clearly, since so many people do journal and a lot of the doctors that are in the TMS and in the mind-body field do say journaling is helpful, it makes sense that it would work. It just was not something that I was interested in. I do think that if I was in a situation where if I had to assign a number to it and I would say my pain was at a three or a four, um, then I guess with journaling, maybe that dropped down one or two. And then after a week or so, none. Um, so you have to remember on top of the journaling, there's also still that mindset. I still have the same mindset that my body is fine and it's just a sensation or it's just a little bit of pain. 
and I still keep on going, right? I'm still going to the gym. I'm still going for my walk. I'm still getting in and out of my chair the way that I would get in and out of my chair if nothing was hurting. I'm going up and down the stairs as best I can as if nothing were hurting. So that's the key. If you want to add journaling into that and see if that's helpful to you, then go ahead and add journaling. The trick is to just kind of keep trying different things to see what works, see what makes you feel better. And then when you find something that does that, stick with it. And then over time, you'll start to notice, oh, my pain is less. My sensations are less. And once that happens, your overall feelings of well-being start to feel better. You start to feel better. You start to have a more positive outlook. You start to think, okay, this is actually working. I have less pain. And then that kind of puts you on the path where your body is starting to believe it. Your brain is starting to believe it. Your mind is looking forward to not being in pain versus looking forward to being in pain, which is where we are when we start this, right? We look, af- we look ahead and we think, oh, I got this thing coming. Oh, I have this date. I have this planned event. I don't want to be in pain or I'm going to be in pain. So once you start having more days, more weeks without pain, your focus will shift to you look forward to not having pain versus when you first start the program and you start this thing, TMS, mind-body syndrome, you're thinking, I don't know if this works. You have doubts, you have fears, and that is the thing that kind of holds you back. So if you are at a point where you're doing good and you want to start journaling, that may help things improve. If you're at a point where things have not been going well and the mind-body syndrome and just telling your brain that you're okay, breathing, reassurance is not working, maybe add in the journaling and see what that does for you. It may be helpful to you. Also, you can Google and see what other things you can do aside from journaling or aside from the constant reassurance that you're okay and then try different things and see what works, see what feels good for you and your body. Because again, everyone's different. Just because it works for me doesn't mean that it will work for you. And also the people that are writing down stuff and throwing the paper away, just because that works for them doesn't mean that it will work for you or me. It also doesn't mean that it won't. So the key is try different things, see what happens, keep a positive outlook, know that something will eventually click. If it's been weeks or months and it hasn't, it was weeks, months, years for me, and then it finally clicked. So everyone's different. It may take a week, it may take a month, it may take a year, but everybody's journey is different. Everybody's symptoms are different. Everybody's childhood is different. Everybody's trauma is different. So if someone gets out of it in two months, it may take you six months. It may take you a year. So don't compare what's going on with you to what's going on with someone else. Don't compare yourself to me. 
I've been dealing with pain for about two years. The last year was pretty severe, but the last three months have been pretty good. And now the last three weeks have been absolutely great. But again, there's a shift in your mindset. At some point, your brain, instead of having doubt, your brain thinks, okay, this is really it. This is the thing. This is right. This is true. This is correct. So until you get to that point, you may feel like you're kind of in this holding pattern of like, what's going on? It's not working. (laughs) This has been taking weeks or months. And I would say the best thing to do is just stick with it. Keep knowing, keep feeling that it's working. And that is most likely when you will see success. If you have questions, hop over to the website, send me a contact at painpast.com. And that's our show for today. Chronic pain can leave us feeling depressed, lonely, helpless, and hopeless. Don't isolate yourself. Join our community of other people who are also experiencing chronic pain and related symptoms by signing up at painpass.com. For the Chronic Pain Members Area, newsletter, and podcast guest information, sign up at painpass.com. If you enjoyed this show, please be sure to subscribe so that you're notified of new episodes. Please rate and review this podcast and maybe share it with someone who may benefit. See your medical professional, doctor, or therapist and inquire about your own personal options for your pain relief. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope I provided you with some inspiring thoughts that may help you in your life so that you can say your pain is in the past.